Welcome to the Health Ignited Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Nick and Sonia Jensen. We are partners, parents, business partners, doctors, yoga teachers, and retreat leaders. We promise to bring you real conversations to awaken and ignite your potential to live your best life possible. Join us each week as we dive into topics varying from brain health, biohacking, hormones, and longevity, to relationships, parenting, meditation, and more. Together, creating community and building stronger foundations for the generations to come. Hello and welcome to a Christmas special on <laughs> the Health Ignited podcast. Uh, Dr. Sonia and I wanted to just come at you sort of tis a season in, in all the, uh, the special corner of our home, which is very well decorated by you and the boys. Mm-hmm. When you well, said that, it reminded me of, um, you know, like an ABC special for Christmas. It will. Uh, that's kind of what it feels like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking all about holiday stress because it definitely is a time of connection, but it can also be a real time of stress for a lot of individuals, uh, depending on dynamics with family and relations and the big to do list that we end up having and the rushing around the mall or whatever it is that we, the expectations that we put on ourselves this time of year can create more stress and then take us away from connection. So I think today it's important to talk about some tools that we can utilize right away to help navigate the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's a crazy time of year for us as well, right? You know, there's all the expectations of where you're supposed to be or there's travel, you got to get to somewhere. There's there's the whole shopping list of making sure that you're covering everybody and your neighbors and all, you know, you're just thinking about all the people that you need to make sure you take care of right? It's a very outward sort of um, experience, Mm -hmm. right? Which is great. But also, I always wondered this time of year, then why don't we do that throughout the year? Mm -hmm. And we think about giving this time of year, we think about our neighbors this time of year. So why aren't we tapped into that throughout the year? And, you know, we, we just think about it now, we think about the Salvation Army now, we think about the donations now, And I know it is a time that um, as a collective around the world, it's about giving. And I think that's a real beautiful thing because it connects us in a way. But I also have to wonder, like, was it what is it actually about? Like, why is it just important now and not throughout throughout the year? Yeah. Like, why don't we have Christmas spirit? Yes. All all year long. Yes. That's a great question. Yeah. You I mean, I do feel like that is something that, that you and I do try to be or try to acknowledge, mm-hmm. I think, in our boys, you know, and from a parenting point of view, mm-hmm. I think that we're, you know, trying to encourage them to make sure they're they're grateful, they're helping out, they're doing all the things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like there's there's something about the momentum and the energy of this time of year that it just seems easier maybe for people mm-hmm. to to be in this space, right? Yeah, because we talk about how disconnect is the cause of dis-ease. And everything that we do this time of year is trying to come together, trying to gather, which again is really beautiful. But what if we did that throughout the year? Would we feel less lonely? Would we feel more supported? Would we feel more like we're in community if we took the principles that we apply this time of year? Not to say that you have to gather every single weekend, because I know that can bring its own level of strain because we have things that we're busy doing with our kids, with their sports and all the things. But what if we just had that in the back of our minds and made time? For that connection that we do consciously this time of year. Yeah, I mean, I can't but think it's kind of like, you know, if you're you're training and you're you're always training to prepare for an event, right? Mm-hmm. And like the training never stops, or it could be your sadhana, your daily practice. What is the event? Maybe the event is the end of life, 
right? Mm -hmm. It's this, you know, combination of experiences where we can feel like we've left the planet because we've showed up in our best Mm -hmm. every day. So it's kind of like, you know, what you're, what you're sort of asking here is what if we treated, you know, everybody ourselves included with compassion and and aimed for connection in every moment. I think it's like, Mm -hmm. it's a really great, you know, presence maybe for people to anchor into and, and what, what would it look like to live in your life on a daily basis as if it was, you know, the Mm -hmm. season? I saw a quote yesterday and it was speaking to like your soul's purpose and we can measure our level of unhappiness according to the gap between what our soul is wanting and what we're actually doing mm. on a regular basis. So if the ba- the gap is bigger, that's going to indicate more unhappiness. But if the gap is smaller and we're doing the things daily that really fuel or feed our soul, and a big piece of that is connection, then that happiness meter moves more towards happiness and joy. So that could be something that we can all bring into the next couple of weeks of like, how can I do things that nourish me first, and then I can nourish those around me and then take that into the new year because we do all make these new year's resolutions and then after a week we kind of forget about them but then how can we bring them into our everyday life going forward wow that's what a great way of describing Mm -hmm. joy and happiness right i think that's so huge i mean the word that came to mind is alignment Mm -hmm. you know your your or congruency like you're you're matching your activities your behavior your eating patterns your exercise your movement time with family in total congruency with with who you are mm-hmm. i mean yeah i think of like fulfilling your potential mm-hmm. and yeah. congruency in that kind of light yeah so what can we do every day going forward these next couple of weeks to help us navigate the different stressors yeah well i, I think you know come it would come down to a few core things like we could look at our health through the lens of hormones which we like to do and one of those major fluctuation points, especially this time of year, is that sugar fluctuation, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we really honor ourselves in making sure that we've got our steady routine locked in place so that we know that we're preparing for, you know, the big Christmas dinner or wherever it might be, mm-hmm. or the little teasers like kids coming home with candy canes. We're often saying like, boys, like they're, they're great for decoration, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily, you know, nourishment for the body. Um and, and then where can we have a little bit of play? But I would say looking at blood sugar stability and what are we doing on a daily basis to really nurture that experience so that our emotional system isn't, you know, riding this wave of chaos and blood sugar dysregulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think bigger picture even before we can look at that blood sugar is our capacity to have boundaries and to yeah. say no and to know what our values are in terms of our health and our lifestyle and everything that we want for ourselves. So then we have this set of values that we know we want to step into or anchor into. So when the dinners are happening or the treats are there, we know what we can step into without guilt and shame and what we can say no to. So I think just having really clear intentional boundaries um, can make like the big difference. And then we can understand, okay, this blood sugar roller coaster is not only going to create havoc in my physical body, but also my emotional and mental, because now I'm going against what I know is nourishing for my body and my mental health and my soul. Okay. So Sonia's really good at this, right? <laughs> she she really is. Like if they're and, and this is where congruency kind of comes in. And I think maybe let's just anchor in on this topic and next week where we can get into some some other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. but let's really honor this experience, I think, because this is a big one for so many. So Sonia is very particular about what goes in her body. When it comes to sweet, like can't 
basically the way that I could describe it, and, and I'm very much in agreement with this from my own body, but if I like candy is not like on my radar from like, it's not food to me. So there's never a draw for me in the past. For sure. There was Basani has a few things that are okay. Uh, one would be any Indian sweets, right? Not any. Well, okay. She can define this, but this is something that I'm noticing in obs- uh, an observer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Indian sweets are pretty much a go depending and she can give us clarification. And then, and then she's really clear that like, she's not really the cake person and whatnot, but if she's going to have her, her jaw, which like she just released her company to Lati, which is amazing. And we can have a whole episode on that. But um, with jaw, there often is some sort of baked good. So those are the core two times where Sonia like um, likes to let loose, if you want to say. Uh, let's talk about that. <laughs> okay, yes. So we... or, or would you say in that, was, is there any other one that you might add to the list where like, you sneak things in? No. Yeah. Yeah, okay. this is it. That's it. Yeah, when you have a cup of tea, you have a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my cookie, like, for example, the one I had yesterday is made out of um, cashews and coconut oil and maple syrup. Yeah. So I do have boundaries around what is inside of that treat. Yeah. Because there's still things in there that are going to nourish me. Yes, maple syrup has sugar, but it's a it's not processed. Um, Okay, so now the Indian sweet, that's a very different conversation because that is definitely more emotional comfort. That's joy. That's different. That's joy. Yeah. And again, it's not all of them. It's two very specific ones. One's called besan, made out of chickpea flour. And the other one's called barfi, made out of flour flour. And that happens maybe once every six months. Yeah. 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 Well, the the reason I want to bring that up, because I think you're a good example of being like very structured. It's not rigid. Like... You're not, you're not in this mindset of like, oh, I can't have that. I really want it. It's like, that's not even a treat to me. It, it's either like, you know, gluten-free, it's all these things. Mm-hmm. And then just sure, that'll go great with my cha or uh, chai. Mm-hmm. That'll go great with your tea. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's just like, it doesn't even register as a treat. And I think no. that that's what's so interesting about how you look at these things. And and I think that like, that's the invite that we're really asking here. Like you mentioned congruent or you sort of brought up this theme of alignment and congruency and i think that's how you can and you talked about boundaries you know these are some things like what are some criteria in your own mm-hmm. world that you're like i'm good with this like the dark you know 70 percent organic chocolate like that's my thing and i have like two squares mm-hmm. or something like that that brings me joy mm-hmm. right? or if you're going to a dinner i often do this i will volunteer myself to make the treats Oh, or yeah. I will volunteer myself to go buy the treats and I will go to a health food store or like choices or maybe if you're in the U.S., Trader Joe's or wherever you want to go, um, I will get higher quality stuff so that one, my kids can have it and two, I can enjoy it too at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's good. Like having some boundaries, having some recognition that it's okay to bring joy in your life and you can you can be choosy with what you know, you want to actually mm-hmm. you know, bring in, yeah. fight in. Yeah. So that's boundaries and saying no around food, but there's also boundaries and saying no around your time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where a lot of us get lost because we have that one week, right. To pack in all of the gatherings, the activities, the going to see the lights and doing everything. And then all of a sudden the week is over, New Year's is there and everyone's back at school and back at work. And we've lost that element of actually slowing down and connecting. So really being um, 
in this space where you are honoring your time because it is so, so precious and knowing if you have to say no to something to make room for something else that it's okay. Mm, love that. Okay. So we're going to be back with more holiday tips for you guys. Uh, hopefully, you know, and let us know what you're doing, like the, the, how to go with the blood sugar thing. Like what are your things that you can bring in and bite in that, that don't, you know, cross a boundary for you that maybe you feel joy um, and and what are you going to do to slow down to have some time for integration like this this time of year that Sonia mentioned is so important to really slow down you know be a family go inside reflect uh, do a puzzle do a puzzle yeah yeah and and what did you say no to maybe like what are some things that that you felt like were obligatory and not weren't something that you were actually feeling like drawn towards or feeling joyful about and where did you actually say you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna do me tonight mm -hmm. and this can be a real challenge for our parents of young kids because we often want yeah. to fill in that time because they're off of schools and some of you might still be working and there's so many things going on but really recognizing okay, what do my kids actually need they just need to connect and they too need to learn to slow down and take a break and just be with themselves and that's okay they, boredom is not a bad thing it's okay to be bored and that goes and, for parents too, by the way. Totally goes for parents. Um, so yeah, so really recognizing these activities that I'm trying to do. And they're fun, but once they become not so fun and overwhelming, that's when we know we need we need to change something. Okay. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for more and um, And that's it. I'm gonna have my cookie today. And, and that's cha. okay. Yeah. And some cha. <laughs> Take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Ignited podcast. Be sure to download, subscribe, and share as we build this conscious community together. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and our website, drsjensen.com. Please note all information on this podcast is not and should not be taken as medical advice. Please see a healthcare professional to receive the care needed. Thank you for sharing this time with us, igniting your health freedom. And welcome to the tribe. 